You guys, we've waited so long. Woo! It's been over a year before we could get back inside Audi Field. And tonight's return could not have gone better as we go live here on Tried and True, the DC United postgame podcast presented by Heineken. I'm John Lee, joined as always by Joshua Morgan, Michael Black, Sam Kastner, and guys, I... Woo! I want to lay a ground rule right now up front live that um, I correctly predicted this game's scoreline, so y'all can't give me any nonsense. Alright, so Sam's Sam's on mute now. I said 2-1, we won 2-1, no one else thought we were getting 3 points, so Julian has a positivity dust to y'all. That doesn't sound like a ground rule so much as just... You know, uh, some kind of crystal ball and this is uh, pat, uh, patting yourself on the back. I am absolutely right patting now. myself on the back. I'm patting every DC United player on the back. I am so pumped that we just got those three points. I, I have to say, though, I mean, and, and I and I tweeted it from the account before the game. I, I didn't really care about the result tonight. It was just, it was about being back. It, it was, was about so seeing friends. so sweet getting there. But, win. oh, man. And, and, and we, so we went down 1-0. And... A bummer. Yeah, no, it wasn't great. But the the way in which we came back. Yes. So I. So um, for those of us who don't follow us on Instagram, we were a little bit split up. Joshua and I were sitting in one area. John and Black were in another, just because of the way they're doing ticketing. Which I I, real quick, and I hate to cut you off, but the the pods are absolutely necessary in terms of social distancing. They absolutely suck in terms of being with all of your friends. But so also, I get I'll it. Take you it. Have I'll to take do it. I'll take it if it means we can be in the stadium. hundred percent. It was unfortunate. I'm watching with y'all. I'll take but it. Again, and, and I was I was motioning to you guys. I don't know how much you were looking back at us, but not I was trying. You were in front of John. Not at all. I was not looking Sam back, back at you. Sam was looking at me. No, I I knew I liked you better. Yeah. Uh, I was sitting next to him. I didn't see it all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they scored the first goal. I turned to Joshua and I said, this is what matters. It's like whatever with everything else, but we got scored on within the first, what, 15 minutes? And if you recall to last season, that was when the team, like, there was a 15 minutes beyond being scored on that we just looked down in the dumps and sad. So I looked at Joshua and I said, this is where it matters. And from the kickoff, we were on the front foot. They did, I mean, obviously, I'm sure they cared that they got scored on, but it didn't look like it. Like, they were still pumped and raring to go, and then we got one back, and we got another one before the half. If I'm being super honest, when the first goal goes in, I, I started to go down the same road that we went last year oh, and the yeah. year before and the year before that. Like, oh, this is it. Like, the, the other team's just going to dominate play for the rest of the game and, and we're going to be screwed. Well, the goal was not against the run of play. Like, you, no, absolutely. you were not surprised to see NYC put in a goal there. They had been going forward. They had been looking threatening. And frankly, it was not a great goal to give up. You no. left a number of players unmarked on that side of the field. It very much seemed like a symptom of the three five two. Or yeah, yeah, the three in the back. It, it, there yeah. was no one marking. I think it was Tinnerholm or whoever was wide open on that right flank. They had the entire half of the field to themselves. Well, and, and Losada is not going to be happy with the goal they gave up. But but even before that goal, I, I felt like for the opening like fifteen minutes or so, it was like, oh man, this is not what I was promised. Like I, I was I was promised like a high high press. I was promised. A bunch of players going forward, and and I don't think we saw that in the beginning, but no. that's okay because I don't think you saw that for most of the ninety. To be honest, true. No, I disagree with that. I think we attacked more in the like. I think I think you saw more going forward, but I don't think you saw a high press. No, like, 
let's have it. Depended. Like, let's it kind of depended on where we were in the field, though, because it felt like when they were we were in their attacking half, we were really high press and we were really you know gunning for the ball. But then, like once we kind of crossed that midway point, we we stepped back a little bit and we kind of let them have more space, especially in the second half, like in and around the top of our box. And I also don't think that was particularly a tactical thing. I think that was more of a fitness thing. Oh, it could be, and, and, and I suspect it's going to get better and better as we go. I mean, I, I think the players are going to be pumped with that result. And I think Losada is not going to be super pleased. I think he'll be happy with three points, but I don't think oh. he'll be happy because that's not I, what he wanted to see. I, 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 I agree that that's not what he wanted to see, and that's not where he wants the, teams to go, the team to be, and he's not going to be happy with that. But he also, in every press conference yeah. we've seen, Every single question to the point of like frustrating Wasada has been what are the expectations for the first yeah. several games? No, you're right. And repeatedly he has said, Don't expect a whole lot because we're not there yet. So I think the fact that we were able to get three points and we're not where we, he wants us to be, I think will be good. I think our set pieces were phenomenal, right? And that's where we saw goals come from, and that's where we saw a lot of chances come from. Like, I think he will. Be pleased. It's not where we want to be at the end of it. I think there's a lot of things yeah. to work on. There's a lot to take from it. But I think he'll be happy that we got the three points. And to walk away with three points from a relatively narrow section of the game. This was not a situation where you were building and building and then all of a sudden you paid off that effort in the second half. You got those two goals relatively quickly after that, you know, giving up the first goal in the first half. You're up 2-1 at halftime. Not a whole lot happens in the second half. Right, and that was one of the things we were worried about with the Lasada system coming in. Is you know how do you say oh finish the game off? Yeah, we're coming in and we've got a lead. How do we finish this game off? Like yeah. we we know we want to go forward, but at some point you have to defend. But it, it wasn't straight defending though. I, I think we were pressing and, and still attacking, almost finishing the game off by attacking a balanced attack. And you know. I don't want to make so too many comparisons tonight, and I'm sure we will make plenty of them. <laughs> but but in the previous era, DC United would just bunker at two one, and we wouldn't see maybe we'd see Ola by himself or you know Flores making a run. But it was still a continuous effort to play the ball higher up the field uh, throughout the second half. It, it wasn't a dire effort. We didn't hurt ourselves by doing that at any moment. I didn't feel like it was yeah. dangerous, but. Uh, it was it was a good balanced approach to see off the end of the game, and, and I I agree with Sam. I think it's a fantastic result. Yeah, it's not it's not full of softball, and and I don't think man, if you saw the the faces on some of those players, they were gassed and not able to play. They were. Absolutely. And I don't even think it was full of Sada ball like towards the end of the first half when we were really like gunning for it. And that's when I feel like we had a majority of the momentum of the game. I think that you still kind of saw that there were players who were just a little bit of a touch off. Yeah. Um, they were like a, a step off. Like you could see that they were still I, kind I of driving with it. I don't even know if it was a step off or it's just the Ben Olsen approach of just like, just play your game. And I saw, I, I feel like I saw some of that creeping into the structure. I also think we saw so many moments and you turned to me and said that was off the practice field because everyone's heads were down, but their passes were phenomenal. Like everyone's head was down and it was a bam, bam, bam. And I think we got like a shot on goal Yeah, and you were like that. They've practiced that. No, it was from the, the day at like in the day of Ola Kamara where they like did a drill where you like kick the ball up four yards and you head it to someone and, and they knock it around and, and it was, that kind of style, and it was just refreshing to see 
tactics and some sort yeah. of instance. Well, well go ahead, go ahead, please. Well, I was just saying, you, you bring up Alakamara. He didn't start today. Oh, yeah, let's talk about the game. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's, that's kind of where I wanted to go, right? I mean, when you look at the lineup for tonight, it, it was not 100% what we expected. I mean, there's a lot of injuries. The the formation and the tactics were about what we talked about in the last show, but Alfaro got a start because Donovan Pines must have picked up a knock in the last couple of days. Today, we were, we yeah. were not he, tracking like, that he was injured. tripped on the way to the stadium and like, was he, he was signed out. this week. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, yeah. That was a very... Very fast signing, and, and you know, Sorga starting on top was was kind of what we were we were thinking was going to happen. It, you know, Kamara was top, not, yeah. yeah, and Kamara was not available in, in the side. But I, that 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 threw me for a little bit of a loop, and I almost wonder if that's why they were a little bit off for the first like ten or fifteen minutes or so because New York City FC possessed the ball in the United End for most of the first ten minutes of that half. Yes, it was very stressful. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can look at it and say that the team was off. Like th this was the first time that a game mattered that you yeah. were trying to play what they're trying to do, and they got a result. I yes, at times it looked disjointed, and I expect that we're going to see that moving forward. But to have that environment coming in, and really to have a team that rallied in the first half to get those two goals and then see it out. That's a significant difference from what we saw from most of last season, right? For sure. Yeah. And, and remember last year when we were getting lost by loss, and we were like, "Oh, but all the injuries." We still have that kind of injury list right now, but we were able to get a result. And so, yeah, uh, talking about Sorge, yeah, I don't think he starts if Roberta is trained with a team for more than a week, or Ola is fit, or Jordi Reyna is fit. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's. Uh, and, and that's just not on Sorga. There's a bunch of different positions across the it's, formation, especially center back, where where that comes into. It's play. a little bit on Sorga. He did not have a good game today. There were well, yeah. Send me on Twitter one play where he like won the ball and did something positive. Like he freaked. So who's that? Sorga. He hustled. Oh, he, 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 hustled. Yeah, no, no, no. he definitely worked. You he, definitely just, saw that he was like really trying hard, but there were a lot of times when it was like a touch too far or like he turned the ball into pressure. He turned the ball away from goal and away from like the support that he had around him. Like I really don't think that he did a good it, job tonight. And I'm gonna be a little bit harsh. He's a little slow. You know, he, <laughs> he was is, also pretty slow. That's the problem. At least with Sorge that you, you noticed that there was effort being involved and he was involved in plays even if they didn't come off. How many times last season did we look at our, you know, strikers going forward and just forget they were in the game, period. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, yeah. Not, 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 not the balls, <laughs> not being on the crosses, not I don't think anything. that's a credit to Sorga, though. I think that's no, no, a credit to no, no, no. the it's, no. it's, yeah, okay. it's very much a low bar to clear <laughs> as far as what you expect from <laughs> Striker. But, you know, so, uh, I, I have a little bit of control saying that Sorga had a terrible game. Yeah. I, I think he had a terrible game. I don't think he had a terrible game, no. but, I, but I do think it's... It's an indictment on the group we have, healthy and ready right now, that Lasada thought he's the starter. And, and I mean, frankly, Kamara was not available, so there, there weren't a whole lot I of other choices. I would like to see Smith, though. Kamara yeah, I was, I was surprised we didn't see Kamara Smith. I yeah. agree. With and I was super surprised that we saw what it is Joshua Perez, the LAFC, yeah, Adrian, LAFC, Adrian, Adrian Perez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, they, they were super surprised to see him because we have a few options at that that left yeah. mid position. 
I, I thought Smith could have slotted in there. Or, He's a big dude. I saw him uh, on one of the corners they were defending at our end in the second half, and I was like, yo, this is this dude playing? He's kind of large. Like. <laughs> so I'm going to go to my just one other negative from this game, and then I'll hype up for the rest of this the This is pod. breaking. Sam is going to go negatives. I like this. Edison Flores was not good tonight. Oh, I don't know if I know. Uh, yeah. why, why do you say that? I think that... Because he didn't score? Like, no, I think that the, he just did not play make the way he should have, and he also oh, turned man. over a lot of balls, and I just noticed like, I thought he was better than touches. I would do... Maybe, I'm not comparing him to most of 2020, though. I'm comparing him to the rest of the team tonight. I, I don't, In I, I, my eyes, Edison and Eric were the two weak points tonight. Wow. I don't know if I would say that Edison was a weak point, but he did have a tendency to vanish a bit. Yeah. I, I don't come out of that game looking back and saying, wow, Edison you know, made this thing happen or made this thing happen. It was just kind of there. And I agree with you that for a player that is a DP, is one of your big signings, he needs to have more of an impact on the game than just recognizing that he was present. And I, yeah. I also think that maybe it's like him still learning you write the like system and he didn't have a great season last season, so maybe he's still coming into it. Um, but those were kind of my two takeaways of this game, negatives. I mean, the two goals we scored, both from basically set pieces. Yeah. You know, shots from outside the box, guys who felt like they had the license to rip it, and they... And they did. Definitely And both it times, I was like, don't do that. Well, and then they scored, and I... Look, I, I don't want to throw our inside access out here, but I feel like I heard Lasada say before the game, we will not score goals. We will always score glasses. <laughs> and that's what they did. And the fans Let's loved it. Let's talk about it. Because, oh I mean, God. those goals were... Let's go, Brendan. If you're going to take those shots the yeah. entire season, for I am game. here for it. Absolutely. Debut game. He freaking ripped it. I was like, don't do that. And then it went in, and I lost my voice. I got well, a face full of beer. Yeah, like, well, Brendan Hines, like, wearing Russell Kanasis' number from the last couple of years, which threw me <laughs> off for a yes. few minutes at the beginning. Oh, I finally uh, got it sorted, but... I mean, yeah, what, what, a, what a hit. Yes. Also, I love the celebration with the team, and then both him and we'll get to Russell's in a minute, but they both went and then celebrated with the coaching staff. Yeah. And that's just what you love to see, right? Like, that talks a lot to what's in the locker room and, like, the type of atmosphere that Lasada is developing. This team, well, this is a team. I mean, yes. they, 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 I think we saw a lot from, from what we what we've seen from them, what the teams put out on social media. I mean, there was a cool video yesterday with Ola Kamara and then just like following a day in the life of, of the Ernalasada like training style. But yeah, and, and and the first celebration was cool, but the second celebration was where I really lost it. I mean, Canals was they all piled on it. And, and yeah, they yes. piled on it. Like, you thought they won the league, and it was like, fam, it's the first half. But you <laughs> love seeing it. was the last time we were leading, though. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I mean, the well, last well, game, said, but, like... We score two goals, we get points. Yeah, we love yeah. it. That yeah, was that great. was also... I mean, it was so great. You could tell their set pieces have, are something that was very rehearsed. Like, Joshua and I in the stands were like, oh, this person's taking the set piece, this is where it's going to go, and this is the runner it's going to hit, and this is, like, the way they're going to try to, like, play it back into the box. Like, we knew what DC United was about to do, but then they executed that so properly, and the fact that... New York City played us in a preseason, and then we were like still able to execute those set pieces. Yeah. I think says a lot to just like how drilled we are, and like how well the team knows where everyone else is going to be in those situations. It, and you know, you give up a goal in the 15th minute. 
relatively early, but it's not the kind of falling asleep goal that you have seen at points over the last few years where you get five minutes in, you're down a goal, and that completely changes the, the tenor of the rest of the game. It was not a great goal to give up. I'm no. sure that Lasada had words for the team at halftime and post-game, frankly, about how you choose not to pick up folks on the backside and give them an opportunity to, to put that in the back of the net. But to not dig yourself a hole early and to very quickly say, hey, we're going to come back, we're going to go for it, we're going to score goals, it worked. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, one of the things that was interesting to me tonight, I mean, possession-wise, New York City dominated. I mean, 62% to 38%, that, that's significant. Um, and and they, they had a lot of the ball. They had a lot of the ball in the first, they probably had all of the ball in the first, like, 15 minutes, yeah. which is probably why this stat is the way it is. But, um, I, yeah, I, this was, to me, guys, this was a very different DC United game than what we're used to, to seeing. And I think that's exactly what Aaron Lozada was hoping for. But I, I, I do want to let our listeners know tonight that because of some technical difficulties and some challenges because of the you know, COVID restrictions in the stadium. We do not have access to tonight's um, post-game press conference. We we appreciate the team. They did try to push it to us, uh, but but we just didn't have the ability to get it rocking on our end. But uh, we, we will react to that probably during the week via our, um, our social media channels, and we'll try to loop that into the podcast. But if you want to get involved with our show, we have a new number for the 2021 season because, well, Look, the 2020 season was trash. <laughs> we had to switch up some things. So uh, you can join the show by calling us at 540-986-4833. That's a lot of numbers. So if you'd like to remember it, it's 540-9-UNITED is how you remember that number. I tried. There weren't a whole lot of options, guys. I know you're laughing at me. Everyone but... with your flip phone, you know, <laughs> pull it out. Yeah, look at the keys. You'll figure it out. 540 four eight three three so add that as a contact give us a call hit us up because look we did this for the entire season last year and i don't know that we had a game quite like this at all no it was good we had no idea what to expect going into this yeah we we had kind of our concepts of what we thought quote unquote wasabi would look like and what we kind of hoped for from the team but i don't think uh, we saw from pre-game predictions Credit to Sam, she got it right. But most of us did not expect a huge result from what we're going into today. I I did. I I thought it was super hype. I thought the fans were super hype, which was great. Uh, I know people were kind of texting us and they were like, "Are they playing crowd noises, or is that like the the fans' drums?" Not, like, we were pretty loud. Oh, they were lit. No, they were. And and the the drums were I we. So, again, we mentioned that, you know, we were split up in the stadium, but right in front of us was the drum line. And, no, it, I mean, it felt like the good old days. Like it was we were, Labanda, yeah. Yeah, we were mobbing. Labanda, those who go, they were, they were killing. And, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I think, let, let's talk a little bit about the atmosphere, because we had a unique perspective from where we were at, and um, the we could see how the team tried to implement social distancing, which is it was just hard to do. Um, and, and it was funny kind of looking across because 
the section directly behind the goal on the south end is a bit separated, you, you know, but it's, it's, it's probably the biggest section in the stadium. And so they had it a little bit segregated, but when you look to the left of that, it was like groups of four. And to the right of that, it was groups of two. But they still, they, they, they did everything they could to try to keep, you know, the crowd separated. And I think in the supporter section, they did a good job, too. They were good about the masks, too. Yeah, and, and every once in a while, they'd have someone coming up and down the steps, like, holding a sign that was like, hey, you need to be wearing a mask unless you're actively eating or drinking. Um, and, and I thought I thought they did a good job. And hopefully, what that means is that we can continue to have the crowds that we had tonight, if not larger crowds. You know, that, that's obviously the goal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, th this was the first time we had the opportunity to see what DC could do, like DC United could do with trying to fit within COVID guidelines. They had what they expected outlined and trying to do with it. And a lot of those limitations come based on what they can do with the personnel they have in stands. Like, in an ideal situation, you'd have somebody in every section trying to make sure that folks are following the guidelines, making sure that everyone's staying safe. But it's a challenge. Uh, it, it again, all us, all four of us were in the stadium today. I don't think anyone felt actively unsafe. It, it was a dry run. It was something that was a a challenge to see what was going on. But I think all of us enjoyed the opportunity there. I think we all appreciated the guidelines they tried to put in place, uh, and I think we're looking forward to seeing more folks coming to games. Uh, yeah, we get back here in about a month. No, absolutely. And, you know, when we look at, <laughs> I, I want to go back to at least the end of the game for a minute because one of the things, look, we've all talked about how we've not been DC United fans since the very, very beginning. So we were toddlers. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I joined the squad in 2015 or so, but I was not here for Inhar's first run. But he did check back this. in tonight. And we love it. I'm in an Indian hard jersey right now. You know, what's funny about that, though, because you talk about where we were positioned in the supporter section. And, and as you mentioned, Black and I were behind you guys, you and Joshua. Yeah. And for a couple of shows and a lot on Twitter, I got to hear Joshua say that, you know, Andy Dahar is like not a good use of a roster spot. We should not sign him. He checked into the game, and I saw Sam clapping her hands as if, you know, we were somewhat satisfied. And I saw Joshua standing on the rail with his hands above his head. Like, let's go! And it's like, bro, you... I'd like to be clear that I was trying to figure out a different situation at that point, and then I turned around and appropriately freaked the freak out because Andy was in. So, so Joshua, I have to ask you now, like, do you feel differently tonight, or was that just the... No, 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 no. You were feeling it in the game. Look, I, I, I never was against the sentiment of signing Andy Nahar. I remember Andy Nahar was the, the best when I first started following the United. Year. Um, I, I, I don't know if it still makes sense. He, he, what did he put? He came in and did well. Did he put in a shift? He, he did all right. Uh, we have two of those now, right? Two rookie of the years because Gressel had one. Gressel's had one. That's about it for the squad. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I got to use the soundboard sometimes. Come on. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, down the road, it doesn't seem like DC United need depth because they were using depth tonight and they still got the win. So once our starters come back, who knows? Uh, maybe the Nahar pickup will be a good one. Um, but I was super, just, just super pumped to see him. 
Back hey, in well, black we, and red. With that, we do actually have a call coming in. Uh, let's go ahead and take that. Hey, this is Tried and True. You're on the air. Uh, who's calling? This is Dave Johnson. It was a great night. Dave, welcome to the show. It's so great to hear from you. Uh, how, is your voice holding up okay after tonight? You know, it's it's. Uh, I've got about another ten minutes left, and I think you know what? <laughs> if I can spend my final ten minutes of my voice on tried and true, I'm in I'm in good shape. So uh, it it so it certainly was tested tonight. It was it was fun. It was a blast. It was. Uh, yeah, it was a wild moment, and I hope we expressed that on the television because it was, uh, you didn't know necessarily what to expect, uh, even though you've been talking about it for weeks, and then the next thing you know, it's happening in front of your eyes, and they win. Yeah, it, it, when, and, and Dave, this is the first time for, for the four of us we've been, you know, at Audi Field in, in over a year, and so you obviously had the chance to be there for a bunch of games last year with a bunch of cardboard cutouts in the in the stands. How how different was it to have a crowd even even in limited capacity? Well, you know what I I, I said it on the at the end. I, I I almost felt like crying. I know it sounds silly, but it it uh, um, you you hear those the drums and the cheers and uh, it, it just. It, it, it's such a it's it's such a, a, a joyful experience that it, that I've always had with with these Uniteds and, and such a, a part of uh, what makes uh, it a special experience and and you you somehow you feel the the uh, uh, the connection through that and and so um, yeah the, the club did a wonderful job with and and all teams have, uh, through this. You know, crazy time of, of trying to simulate, you know, atmospheres and and cut or cutouts, but it, it, there's just nothing better. There's and that four thousand sounded like Devin and Capshaw said forty thousand tonight. Uh, it was it, it it it's like Chris Seitz saying the other day when they, I guess they had a, a Red Bulls when they played the Red Bulls in a friendly oh, yeah, yeah, at least yeah. some fans allowed in for that and, and you just like being booed again uh, you just you miss that raw emotion and so it was it was that's what made this fight <laughs> you wrap it up i mean my god great goals fans yeah. are back and you get a win uh yeah i, I, I my voice may last for another 20 minutes because i'm never gonna stop talking about it. You know, Dave, we've heard from the Coach Lasada a couple of times. You know, he's very clearly tired of talking about expectations for this team and glad to just see them out there on the field. Were you surprised to see this team rally and put up two goals and then hold on for a victory in their first game under a new coach? Well, I, you know, I've said before, I'm, I'm buying everything he's, he's selling, including uh, he was kind of selling – you know, managing expectations, which probably is a smart thing to do. But as, as he kept saying things about, you know, the results might not come so quickly. And again, I, I, I believe him, and I believe he was honest in, yeah. in saying that. But having, but by, but as I was hearing him saying those things, a part of me is thinking, okay, we're going to try this new style. And oh, by the way, we're we're, we're missing. Uh, you know, a burn bomb, uh, an areola. Uh, I mean, you go right down. Uh, you know, uh, 
and with all due respect to Eric Sorge, all of a sudden he's now your starter. And, and I, again, I mean that, I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but, you know, he was never necessarily designed to be the first choice forward, yeah. as we were talking just six months ago or whatever. So I'm thinking, all right, well, we're going to try this new system, but we're not really at full strength, and we may take our lumps. And sure enough, when the, the early part of the game was was a little bit choppy, chaotic, and, and New York pinches a goal, and you, you're, there's a part of you, and I don't know what you all were thinking, but I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, we're going to take our lumps trying this thing. And the next <laughs> thing you know, uh, the momentum did shift, and you leave the night realizing New York City had a real – tough time dealing with the fact they had no time and space to work with. Uh, um, and, and granted, they could have easily at some point pinched an equalizer in that one, but you, you know, yeah. you can say that probably in a lot of 2-1 games. So uh, I could not be more impressed with, with just, again, it's clear on this team, either you're fit or you're dead. And so <laughs> it's the guys with their fitness, uh, because I'm surprised they didn't get more gas than they did because, oh. as you all witnessed being there, yeah, uh, they were they were they were getting after it. Yeah. No, so so Dave, I I, I got to ask you. I this is a little bit of a pivot from tonight, but I, I had the pleasure of watching the segment that you and and Moises Lanares did on NBC Four last night, and I I laughed out loud because you trying the Spanish goal call plus. Moises trying the English goal call. It was it was just such a joy to watch. How, how what is it like to, to now have this new TV deal in place and to have this the Spanish play by play? Moises is a character, and it's got to be fun to work with him. Yeah, well, Moises is a good friend because obviously I, I, I did some work at NBC Four and uh, for several years, and we we would literally work in the same. Uh, our guest was, a, you know, arms length apart, and we'd always be the ones talking uh, soccer. While sometimes, you know, the other people weren't that interested in, in talking uh, soccer. So we, we, and he's always somebody that, uh, for years, I've, I've promoted with the club. That if we ever do something with Spanish language, uh, that you know, he would be a, a good choice. Now, I, again, I'm not. I'm saying yeah, I've mentioned it for years about with him, but you know, I'm not the reason he got the job the club realized what what he was doing and what a quality broadcaster he is um but the, the difficult thing about that uh, uh, and as as you know is as evidenced by uh, um uh, the fact i don't even what time is 11 52 is, is uh, <laughs> again you gave me an invitation to call so i call if, if there's and we an love it or, or opportunity to call and talk about dc and i'll do it but so I, I do, as you probably know, T.O.P. in the morning, and I get up at 3 a.m., and, and this was when we take that segment, it was at the middle of the day. Now, if you ever want to get me to commit to something crazy, just call me in the middle of the day, because that's when I'm really tired. <laughs> I always say, if you want to sell me a timeshare, call me in the middle of the day, because often I'll just I'll say yes to anything just to get people off the phone. Um, so now we're doing this segment, and I didn't know that was coming, that we're going to, you know, I'm trying to keep the energy up, but I really, I really just want to take a nap. And and then all of a sudden he hits me with his goal call. And I'm like, I, I can feel my brain trying to process everything. And, it, and it, it was, it was just a struggle because I really, that is my nap time. And that's why I'm not really evolved 
uh, past being five or six years old when you come home from school and, and take a nap. So that's <laughs> kind of how my life rolls. But um, so uh, it was it was a fun segment to do. But I was a bit of caught off guard when and and he hit me with that that uh, and I haven't seen the piece yet, but. When we, we did do it live and he threw it back to me, there was a moment where I just, I just like, ah, you, you got me. My brain just flies <laughs> too fast because I can't, I can't, I can't process this as quickly. <laughs> All right. Well, well, flipping to the, the rest of the season, um, I know that you sit in on a lot of these press conferences that we are also lucky enough to sit on. Um, and it, it seemed like Lasada was kind of trying to temper expectations um, that he thinks that the team needs a little bit more time to settle into his style. And I think we saw that tonight, but it was really great to get the three points right off the bat. So what do you think that we can expect going forward in the next few games? Yeah, I mean, that's, um, I, I think it's that's a real tough question because, uh, it, it, you know, it's hard to judge anything. That's a good New York City team. So that's yeah. where I think you you, uh, you leave it or let, I leave it encouraged because um, we didn't pull that off against, uh, you know, a team that, that, that struggled last year that, that doesn't have quality players, whatever. That That's a quality side that yeah. knows what it's doing. And, and uh, um and we got that result tonight, and we saw the game through. And and even to the end, uh, the uh, the foot did come off the gas because you you um, yeah you keep up that high press and you do what you're you're doing. But you also at some point you're in a position to manage and, and finish off the game. And you know what an emotional moment it was to bring Andy Nahar on yeah. Uh, yeah. late, uh, but. Yeah, what gives you excitement is that, that we're doing this again without um, a lot of key players, uh, and that's and, and that means the players that are on the field now. I, you know, I think they're still going to factor in. You know, later in the season when you get a Stephen Birnbaum or, or an Ariola back, yeah, because as we know to get through this this marathon of a of a Major League Soccer season. You do need the depth, and that's not just a cliche because, uh, you know, somebody actually I was asked tonight when the season ends, and off the top of my head, I don't know when it ends this year because <laughs> last year was supposed to end earlier, but it didn't because of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a long season, and so um, this was could not have been a better start. Uh, but but I, I think he's tempering expectations because he knows uh, that you know doing it on a consistent basis. You know that's that's the next trip, but I, but they that team was when he was talking about fitness. Uh, it, it, I, again, I, I watched the, Edison Flores back defending, and uh, you know Canals. He's probably still running right now. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I could not have been more, more impressed with with just you know how they kept it up. And I, I Devin and I talked about it at halftime. I thought you know that's that's not easy to do what they were doing out there yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and not get exposed or beaten. And they really, um, you know, there was the, the chaotic sequence that led to the New York goal um, in the first half. But beyond that, it, it's not like they were, because of the, the high press, they were getting burned. Yeah. Well, well Dave, before we let you go, I mean, we, we were walking, sprinting, jogging, <laughs> 
out of the stadium to try to get to the place where we could record this show. So we obviously did not get to hear um, your telecast tonight. But who was your man of the match tonight? Because we're about to award ours uh, shortly here. But but who did you have as, as man of the match tonight? Well, as, as voted on by the fans on Twitter, our Heineken man of the match is like a shameless plug-in for one of our sponsors. Uh, our, ours too, Dave. Brand, brand, <laughs> Yeah, Brandon Hines, like, uh, I mean, getting that goal was just spectacular. But Golasso. he got the goal. Uh, you know, he he did very well. So I think he's yeah. a he's a worthy candidate. But I, I, I just mentioned Russell Canasso also scored a goal. Yeah. And and what he he did, uh, you know, Junior Moreno, I thought had a. I mean, there were a lot of good performances out there yeah. uh, that that led. Yeah. Uh, you know, Julian Gressel, you can. Now I'm going to totally end up evading the question, name the whole team, but it, 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 did, it, did, it did feel like that kind of result uh, where, you know, at certain moments, you know, uh, the way Briant kept it all together back there in his leadership. But having said all that, um, as, as I really have done a terrible job answering the question, but I think the Brandon Hines, Ike, is a, is a good selection because he did a lot of things and oh by the way he scored a special goal yeah yeah he sure did and dave as always we we so appreciate the call we thank you so much for being a part of our show and when you see Devin next week please remind him that even though he was our first ever guest you've been on the show like 500 more times than he has so he should totally call us as well <laughs> Right. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll definitely put that out there. But it, it's the old saying: "Be careful what you wish for." You send me an invitation. Next thing you know, I show up at your door. So be careful what you wish for. I don't think we'd be mad about yeah, that. You, yeah. Anytime, always, Dave. Anytime. You're always welcome, Dave. And I think you still owe us beers from last season. But I, I could be misremembering that. Well, no. I'm. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter that I'm paying. If somebody mm-hmm. mentions beers, I'm there. So, so we put it on my tab and let's let's do it. We definitely. And, and we're getting inside. It seems like again. It just it was great to see people back and drums and and uh, you know that's that's what life is all about. What what we experienced uh, tonight. You know, you just soak it up and, and savor it. I mean, we had a good night with good goals and good people. Uh, you know, uh, uh, that that's what it's all about. So this is a feel good moment that's going to carry us for the rest of the week. Absolutely, you couldn't have said it better. And. And thank you so much again, Dave, for for joining the show. That's that's DC United great Dave Johnson, who's been around the team for so long and and has called so many special moments. Thanks for spending a few moments with us tonight, Dave. We always appreciate it. Well, it's always good to be tried and true. (laughs) We'll talk to you very soon, our friend. Thanks so much. All right, that's that's the voice of DC United, Dave Johnson, oh, and it's it's it. such an honor to have I him know. join us on the air. The fact that he calls, he offers to call in too. Like we asked him maybe the first time, and we did a really great interview with him. But I think he reached out to us tonight and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna call in. Let's talk about the game." Like, absolutely, you love the passion just surrounding the team, and you cannot walk out of a conversation with Dave Johnson not feeling positive and yep. excited. You can't and just ready for things like and you know dave summed it up perfectly having fans back in the stands that is what this is all about if you don't have people there watching the game experiencing it and being there sharing the ups and downs of the team you don't have a league 
Yeah. And we finally got back to that tonight, and it was amazing. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to. I'm so pumped and, and energized tonight. I can't <laughs> wait. Go! I can't wait to listen and, and watch uh, him next week as, as yeah. you know, DC go up to Reds. But before we move on to that, I know we got to break down this game and talk about our man of the match year. Yeah. I know. I feel like we've been so tempered this match. Like, we, we just won. We just won our home opener with we a coach did. who, and like, was tempering our expectations, but with a team who was raring to go and like the atmosphere was amazing. Like we just freaking did that. I'm so hype about it. We, we did, and 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 Dave awarded his man of the match as a man of the a man of the people. Dave right. Johnson yeah. went with the Heineken man of the match. The team awarded to to Brendan Hines. Like, but but we have to award our man of the match. And and I don't normally go first on this, as Sam reminds me quite frequently. But <laughs> I, I I will go I'll go first tonight. It it's funny. I mean, Dave's thought process was almost identical to mine. I mean, he named all of the players that I had <laughs> in there. I'll tell you, but a lot of them did so well. It, it was, but to me, it was Russell Knauss, and 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 it, I don't even know that it was only because he scored a goal because because it wasn't. I mean, he he put in a hell of a shift. It, it was it was exciting to see him. I think he was set up for success, playing a little bit higher on the attacking end, but he had a number of of, of critical tackles, critical you know touches on the ball. So. For me, Russell Canals, he had a great shift tonight, and he's got a great future on DC United in this system. Yeah, I, I, I completely yeah. agree, and Joshua kind of called me out that I was like, I, I said it during one of our more recent pods that mm. I, I said that Russell might not be our most reliable you know, center midfielder, defensive center midfielder, but I think he had a phenomenal game today. Um, he's definitely my number two. I think you know, so many guys, number right? Number two. Like, Ooh. I mean, Assad, like, there's so many guys who had really good shouts tonight. But, I mean, for me, I'm definitely going to go with Brendan Heinzike. Oh, I think wow. He was great. Was I said it to you during the game. Why are you surprised at that? <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? It was like the 60th minute, and I was like, he's my uh, man of the match. <laughs> I, I'm going to say, oh, wow, because I was going to transition off of John's and build upon it because uh, you awarded to Brendan Ike. He was great. But I, I think Russell Knauss, if he performs that level – Every single game, or even most games this season, he's MLS best eleven. I think he was that good. Tonight. He was. Very I think he was. Tonight. Is he your man of the match? He's. He's also my man of the match. He was excellent in defense. He had so many takeaways, but also has stepped into this new role of not just being a center defensive mid. And God knows he's not a right back anymore. No. Thank you. Thank you. We're all happy about that. <laughs> um, but he. He's a. He was a MLS best eleven center mid tonight. Yeah. Um, not just the goal that he scored, which was well taken, but he was everywhere on the field. Like like Dave Johnson said, he might still be running now. He was everywhere. <laughs> I, I thought it was a fantastic he performance. Did, hey, he did really Heinz good. Ike and, and Gressel as well, honorable mentions. Yeah, well, in, in long-time listeners of the show know that when Joshua and I agree on something... <laughs> Shocking. It must be true. It's got to be true. Right, well, yeah, I'll, there, I'll put in there can't be a counter. J-Rag, um, who's listening to us, also agrees that um, Russell is his man of the match. But I'm, I'm just going to give my Brendan Hines like pitch. I think he did phenomenal today. I think it was a breakout start yeah. for him. This oh, wait, is his first game for yes. DC United. I think Absolutely. the goal he scored was a banger. I was super hype about that. But again, longtime listeners will know that I'm super against just awarding man of the match to like the person who scores. I think he had a phenomenal game aside from that. I think he had some really great defensive plays. He was like in the right position so many times that he was just able to make that clearance. But also on the attacking side, Joshua turned to me and said, 
is that a midfielder? And then James Lambert <laughs> said when he was drafted, like that was a comment that they made yeah. was his foot skills are so good. He could potentially also play in the midfield. It was a point in the first half. He was attacking towards the support. He was cutting section. it up in the box. Yes. Yeah. He, he was like doing all these foot skills and like super calm and composed in the attacking box. And I was like, that's our center back oh, right yeah. there. Who's he was, like he was high. He was pressing high. Yes. It was phenomenal. I think it was I, such a great opening debut for him at DC United. I, I see such a great like season for him going forward. For sure. Absolutely deserving him in a match. Mark Black. I want to hear yours. I see plenty of encouraging things from Brendan Heinzeich. Uh, for me, it's Russell Kanaos. You know, yeah. To take the opportunity to put the team ahead. All right. And the work rate you saw throughout the rest of the game. He was all over the field. He was involved. You know, you heard from him midweek about how the team is trying to adjust to playing this new system, trying to go from knowing what you're supposed to do to actually knowing it and feeling it as you're playing. There's a There's a big difference between you know, mentally trying to think through, okay, I have to push, I have to, you know, hold back, I have to do what I'm supposed to do. For him to, you know, take the opportunity... You <laughs> take that away from John. I'm not sure how that fits in here, but... Uh, Someone should... You said they can't hold us back, so I just confirmed it. But for him to take the opportunity uh, to finish that goal, to, you know, put us up 2-1, which ended up being the difference maker in the game... And to put it together with the the rest of the performance, uh, I don't know if I'm going to go MLS best eleven yet, but that was a shout, Joshua. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, I said if he plays like that for for, for most games this season, I, I love think. it. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Hey, but it, he is on pace to set the MLS, <laughs> MLS record for goals scored in the season. <laughs> so uh, I'm here for it. So uh, Russell can have my man match. No, I like it. And and so I want to I, I want to give a quick shout. I, we love having dave johnson join the show and we actually had a couple of folks try to join the show while dave was talking to us and unfortunately we only have one phone line going at a time here we're a little bit of a low budget broadcast here but if you called in and, and you'd like to have your voice heard we'd love to hear your man of the match or your your thoughts on the game were available as always update your contact info we have a new number for the 2021 season it's 540-986-4833 Three three, or if you'd like to remember it a lot easier than that, like we do, it's five four zero nine United, and that's how you can join the show throughout the season. Um, like I said, we had a couple of folks call while Dave was on. We we cannot possibly cut off the voice of DC United, uh, but we saw the calls coming, so we'd love to have you hit us up again. But but as we look a little bit forward, I mean, I look, Sam, you you obviously predicted a win tonight. Um, and congratulations on that. I'm so excited that we got it. Yeah, buddy. Two of us predicted a draw. Joshua, you predicted a loss, but I so predicted good. a two-one. You did. <laughs> you had you had the count. No, shut the up! Count shut up! No, no, no. <laughs> Sam, unwilling to give shut him up. even even an inch there. <laughs> Nothing. But, but the road ahead for DC United. It does get a little bit tougher, if not only for the clubs, but for the fact that they've got to travel because we don't get to do this again with a game in person for about a month. Um, we're, we're away to New England next weekend. Following that, we're away to the defending MLS Cup champs, Columbus. Uh, no, actually, I think I lied. San There's Jose. a San Jose game in there at some point. 
San Jose, yeah. And then Sam, have have you bought tickets for that yet? We're I know you're so it. interested. <laughs> Sam, We're working on it. It's Sam wants to watch Wando, Mississippi in person. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Listen, we're working on I'm it. I'm so glad that's in our podcast Hopefully. now forever. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. So we bring in that some of that away game content to y'all. Sam, which which Wando miss was worse? What last did I night? say? What did I say? I correctly <laughs> predicted the scoreline of this game. Wando does not play for our team. No, but can't I, give me nonsense. I'm just curious. Was it worse in the World Cup or last I night? Which one's your mic? <laughs> 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 I'm trying to mute. We got Sammy and Buds on the board. We're in trouble. Probably muting myself. Yeah, I'm not on the board anymore. I don't know. Oh man. To DC United, I think that <laughs> I I loved. I think the team has embraced the way that Lasada is training them. And I, I, I don't remember who it was. I, I want to say it was Fred who in a, in a presser, um, somebody asked him if the team is adapting to it. And he said, well, we don't really have a choice. So yes. Like, yeah, that, that was absolutely Fred. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> but I think also if you think back to some of the pressers from last season, like you could tell the team was frustrated with Benny Ball and like, no disrespect to Ben, like we love him, absolute legend of the team. But I think that like the team was ready to embrace a different style, and I think that they were already ready for that. So the fact that Lasada brought this style that I think a lot of them were excited for this game, you could see it was just like one or two steps off or one or two touches off, but like they knew what they were supposed to be doing. And I see that it's going to take a little bit while longer for it to like really click with the team. But I'm so jazzed at like where we are right now, and I think it's yeah. it's only going to get better from here. And I am so pumped for this season. Yeah, I don't think anyone expected to come into this game and see the final finished product that we are expecting from DC United this season. Uh, at, at no point were they going to roll out today, you know, push in a bunch of goals, and that was going to be the dominant performance we expected. But for the team to go out and get a result even with not all the Pistons firing together, is very encouraging. And I think it tells us a lot about where this team can go over the course of the season. I'll, I'll go so far to say that when we were doing our season preview, I, I, I tried to be you know, logical with my prediction for DC United in this season, and I got up to ninth place for DC United. I counted, discounted <laughs> other teams. But but the two that I was stuck on were, were Red Bull and NYCFC. Yeah. Uh, and I think if they can push back past those two teams, then they're in a playoff spot. And now we're in a different ball game. Let's go! It's super early I think days. We made New York City so uncomfortable today. Sorry, uh, we we dominated the game, and it's uh, like I said, it's it's super early days. Looking across the league, real quick, it's week one. There's a bunch I, of draws. I, I, yeah, I, I, take, both I take issue with yeah. the call that we dominated. dominated. That was tough. You had 38 percent possession. You, uh, I don't think Lasada wanted possession though. That's that's. You had a couple more shots. I'd be hard-pressed to say that you dominated the game. It was, especially in the second half, it felt like, you know, it was a game that you were going to win because uh, you the might be strong, but the last time we played NYCFC it was four one. So, oh, oh, so, oh, oh, for sure. It, it is a night and day compared to the last made, Ben Olsen game. We made New York City super uncomfortable. I think there were a lot of times where maybe they had the ball, but we pressured them into like passing the ball out of bounds or like making an errant pass and like it didn't go where they wanted. And even if we didn't immediately win it back, it like led to a sequence where we won it back. Like, I think that they, 
it, it was like a switch almost, and we didn't get to see that preseason game, but I think like what we showed in that preseason game was what they were expecting tonight, and then yeah. we brought something different, and they didn't really know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So obviously, as teams go on, they, they watch game footage. They're going to a little bit know what to expect, but I think that I, I, I tweeted this. I think that everyone's underestimating D.C. United this season. I think yep. that last season, the comments were, this roster is better than where they are, but this season, the narrative seems to be like, one coaching, the coach is the only change. You haven't made enough roster changes to be good. But I think that this roster is good. And I think that now we have a phenomenal coach who's going to be able to raise the, the skill of everyone. Oh. Yes. Untested. And we're wow. going to yeah. be great. I, Untested. I, I think, we, we're tested against I, New York Sam, City and one. You're absolutely correct that most analysts had us down towards the bottom. But I'll, I'll give Matt Doyle from, from MLSsoccer.com credit. He said this team is made up of players who are mostly above average to good MLS players, but we haven't seen that in a while. It's up to Lasada to like. Pull and that I think out. he'll do it. I think he will. That's, I still think we're making playoffs. The, it's a Fight little me. too soon soon me. to tell Fight that me. Sam. We <laughs> we could be down to one man on the field, and you'd be like, "We're gonna win." I mean, we're gonna make playoffs. But we were 15 for, for minutes Sam, away last season. Everybody made the playoffs we, except we, we were 15 minutes away from being 10th last season. <laughs> and if that man's not Kevin Paredes, then, no, but we're you know, also Sam's we're also for. higher this season. I think I think it's gonna be good. I think that y'all I can continue to be sad about it, but I think nobody's sad about it. We're just saying you're a little bit higher than the rest of us on the team but hey tonight was in my opinion a hell of a start for for the 2021 mls season i think dc united are are on a good track and and they're going to be tested i mean i don't think objectively new york city is is a team we have to be better than this season but i don't think they're a team that's going to compete for mls cup and so at home in front of some fans, that that's a that's a game that I would expect DC United to win, and they did that tonight, which was awesome. Now, what we're going to see in the next couple of weeks, they got to go away to New England. And this is a good New England team. They've got some good players. They've got Bruce Arena, who's a world class uh, head coach. I, looking ahead to next weekend, well, if Lasada is not a world class head coach, then. I don't know if Bruce Arena is either. I mean, Bruce, Bruce Arena has seen a, a World US Cup. class coach. <laughs> a U.S. class coach. That's but but what, as we look ahead to next weekend, I, I don't, and have New England, did New England play tonight? I don't even, I, I'm, I'm so, so just looking they, at They tied guys. with Chicago 2-2. All oh, the, wow. Uh, Red that, Bulls, that was a very fast scoring game, yeah, too. Yeah. It was yeah. like all the action. Red Bulls lost at, and Chicago and the Revs tied and then Nashville and Cincy tied. Gold by Lucho. Wow. Shut up. <laughs> Look at that. So we're up high on the table right now. I yeah. do think I do think that the next couple games are gonna be a test. I don't think that we can maybe I'm probably gonna predict a win each time. I don't think that we can maybe <laughs> expect a win really? each time. Probably no, I'm you're never gonna predict not a win. I'm well, always gonna put the good mojo out there. Well and we talked about it in the preseason uh, the preview. You don't have to be good off the bat. It absolutely we heard from yeah. the, the, we heard from the players this week. Three points at the beginning is worth the same as three points at the end or in the middle or whenever you get it. Yeah, but it's three massive points, three points. at the beginning in our eyes as supporters because yeah. down the stretch, those are points you could have lost. There's there's a lot of validation to trying to play the way you want to play, especially when you're trying to ad- adopt a new system and it's working and getting you where you need to be. But you don't have to be firing all cylinders until you get down the stretch into the playoffs. This is a team that hasn't won a playoff game in a long time. Yeah, we very much want to see that trend turn around. Maybe this is the year. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think I yeah, I think the road will be a little bit tough, but we're we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna be really great. I think looking ahead to New England next weekend, I think it's gonna be fun because it's again, it's a game we're not expected to win. New England is a team that most pundits have finishing ahead of DC United this year, but I I think actually after listening to him talk a few times, I know that Lasada's not gonna change his tactics no. going away. And so we're going to play the same way we did tonight. And if we can get ahead on the front foot, we can get a lead in that game. And, and I mean, hey, one point or three points, I think that's worth it. And, you know, D.C. United could be could be in a dangerous spot here all of a sudden, which is crazy because this is a team that has been left for dead by mostly everyone in the national media. This year. If, if only the Open Cup were... Oh my God! Don't, so, get, don't get me started. No. <laughs> don't right. get me started. Back God. to what you were saying. I think that at least we're gonna have like some goals or like some really good chances on goal. Like I think that is definitely going to continue. I think that we're going to continue to be very attacking, and that's just going to like raise this team's mentality. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll see more of that as the season goes on. In the second half, I really didn't look at that as seeing a lot of venomous opportunities where you really thought that DC United should come away with a goal. Um, I, I disagree. I think that we could have had a couple more. Ooh, I think with a better striker, we might have. Yeah, I think well, that's and, also true. And, and, and it's interesting to me because, I mean, all the reporting from the local in-the-know media here has said that it wasn't terribly surprising to see Sorg at the start, even... Even if Kamara wasn't injured and unable to be in the team, um, but man, I I actually I don't think Sorga had quite as bad of a night as Sam did, but but it was it was absolutely not a breakout night by, by Sorga. I was surprised and not to see Kamarni subbed in. I, I was too, but I I think when oh man when you look at the strikers on this team, it's like Ola Kamara who did absolutely nothing last year. Like I might have done more broadcasting the show than Kamara did last year on the field. Plus Sorga, Kamarni Smith. You got a couple of new guys coming in. I, I just where where's the pop? And 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 I wonder if if this team can continue to get results in the way that they're doing right now. Could that be? Could there be a, a big money signing in the summer that that really puts this team over the, over the top? Yes, I think that a forward is definitely something we're going to look at. I think once Lasada kind of has this team doing what he wants, he'll have a little bit more familiarity with our scouting styles. Lucy will be really kind of integrated into this team at this point. I think she'll be able to make a splash, and that's probably the position that we're going to want to look at, uh, barring yeah. any injuries. And we haven't talked about the, the you know bringing on Lucy, the Russian at all, which I think we're all very excited about. Uh, very, very small sample size, but you didn't see any of the you know young guys getting played tonight. You didn't see any of the draft picks. You didn't see any of the you know, Yao Paredes. <laughs> Those guys well, that he's you injured. started, you know, you started leaning on towards the back half of last season. So, you know, with the exception of Paredes with the injury, uh, very small sample size, but you haven't yet seen the team having to revert to playing guys who were, you know, 21 and under. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I, there's no conclusion to take from that yet, but that wasn't what you resorted to tonight. 
And it'll be interesting to watch that throughout the thing. I, I, I see Hernan, or Hernan as a no-nonsense guy who put the best team out there no matter what. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if he... Do we want him to care about youth progression? Like, sure, I guess. But but I think his job is to win games, and I think that's very much at the forefront of his mind. Yeah. And he You're did, right. it, he did right. it tonight. I think he'll get there, and then he'll focus on the youth. I think, first of all, he looked fresh on the sideline today in the all-black. <laughs> I also think <laughs> that there were Sam. What you got to take a shot for that? F off. <laughs> um, I also think that there were multiple times oh, when you saw oh, players after. I think after we scored both goals, aside from the celebration when New York City scored the goal, but also when there were just like some injury moments, you saw players running over to Lasada, and he was giving like individual advice or tactics and then they were kind of bringing it onto the team or like he was calling people over like he was very involved in this game sam's ready to build a statue <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing all black to the next you game just to see if i get called out for for being fresh you won't pull it off the same way what? <laughs> oh <wow>. damn <laughs> come at me i i no the, coming at you to the point yeah, sam I think, was the one coming at <laughs> why is sam think i'm trying to fight her every show all right we can wrap <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, with that, um, Aaron Lasada potentially in MLS's top one best-dressed coaches, according to Sam Kasner. And undefeated. And also undefeated in MLS. Um, He's got 100% percentage right now. 100% percentage. 100% win rate. Ah, whoop. Before we get ourselves into trouble, I feel like this has been a pretty good That's episode so far. I, I mean, yeah, but the... Whatever. <laughs> Listen, here's what I want to say. Um, we cannot wait to talk to you guys again next weekend. It's an away game. We we tried to get there, but unfortunately, some of the ticketing you know kind of came in late. But we promise we're going to do some away games this year. We can't wait for that. Um, God bless us when we try to broadcast during those games. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. I, I know we can. Um, but what I want to say to end the show tonight is just a massive thank you. To, to all of our listeners, but but really to everyone, you know, uh, across the board for for wearing a mask for the last year, for wearing a mask when you really didn't want to, for getting a vaccine, for doing all the right things, because if not for that, and if not for the first responders, and if not for, for all the frontline workers, I don't think we would have been able to go to the game tonight, and, and I tweeted before the show, and I talked to all of you about, like, the result to me wasn't what mattered tonight for maybe the first time as a fan it was just it was so amazing to be back and it was emotional and i'm I'm so excited to have been there and and of course to get three points and so what i ask of you guys is as usual to retweet us to follow us to tell a friend about us but also to keep doing what you're doing you know get vaccinated when you have the chance wear a mask because that's what allows us to go to these games that's what allows us to keep doing these things into getting back to normal yeah. and to supporting the team that we love. And we are super excited. Um, just like super big shout to um, the folks at DC United. They've been super supportive of us doing this Absolutely. pod. Um, we're very excited to be back in the stadium eventually. Um, it, it wasn't possible right now and it won't be possible for yeah. the next several games, but they, they're very excited and willing to have us back, which we really love and are so appreciative of. That's a new pod. Um, and I know that we 
usually have the post game presser. I think we mentioned it earlier, but we're going to wrap that in um, as we push this broadcast as a podcast. So if you're listening live, thank you so much. Sorry we weren't able to bring that to you right now. But um, if you just go subscribe to our podcast, um, just like kind of go to the end and you'll be able to listen to the presser. Yeah. Um, we just had some technical difficulties <laughs> kind of throughout the, the broadcast. So we appreciate it's- everyone for sticking out. Um, but we are definitely working on like different ways to bring you the presser and like even, you know, when we're in the stadium and beyond, that's something that DC United again is like super supportive of. And we're really excited to continue bringing that. If there's one thing we haven't learned in the past year is how to be flexible, but no matter what, <laughs> Because that's how we roll here on Tried and True, the DC United post-game podcast presented by Heineken. And we cannot wait to talk to you next week after the New England game. And we'll talk to you very, very soon. Hey, this is Sam cutting in here after our live broadcast. Um, we weren't able to bring you the post-game press conference during that show, but we're super excited to add it into the pod. So we're going to give it a listen along with you all. Let us know what you think on social media. But now you're going to hear from that press conference that DC United put on. Coach, it's Zach. Can you hear me? Yes. Congratulations. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Thank you. Good. Congratulations to you as well. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. All right. We'll go ahead and get started. Folks, reminder, raise your hand if you have a question. We'll go to Steve Goff first. Steve, go ahead, man. Hey, Hernan. Congratulations on the first victory. Um, what are your What were your observations of the match, but also what were your emotions of the night? Big emotions, you know. Uh, I'm coming new to a new league, to to a new club, to a new culture, uh, with tons of energy. And when I see my team playing, is it's really a pleasure, and I'm very proud. I'm proud because they they run until the very last second. They they went to every duel like it was the last one, and and. Uh, that's the only way for this United. That's the only way when you work and you work for each other and you work hard. And after seven weeks, the way the way they work, uh, I think it's it's beautiful to see a reward um, to this group, uh, to the whole group. When I'm talking about the group, it's not only the eleven who came in and started the game. It's, it's all the players, the injury players are working hard to come back. It's the medical staff. It's the technical staff, uh, media team, and and so many faces behind the team that sometimes uh, you guys don't see, but they they help us a lot to to um, to play these kind of games. So I'm very proud and happy to to give the win also to our fan base who came back after such a long period. It was beautiful to play with public once again. Um, so a night full of emotions and. And uh, hard to analyze the game, actually, uh, because my adrenaline is a little bit too high right now, but uh, very happy for, for the boys. We'll go to Jason Anderson next. Jason, go ahead. Uh, Ernan, congrats on the, on the win. I know you just said it's tough to analyze. Um, it did seem like the game kind of switched after they scored, um, maybe the emotion from that. Um, I'm curious, uh, maybe if it's just surface level, what kind of helped you as a group, flip the game and, and get control again? Well, the desire of uh, coming back from uh, from the adversity, from that goal. Um, like you say, after that goal, we were the, the better team on the field. We create the best chances. We started to be a little bit more relaxed. 
uh, it was also, I think, uh, expectable uh, after such a long period that the first minutes will be with a little bit of stress uh, and a lack of timing, and, and that was the case. But once we were relaxed on the ball and we start to play, uh, and we keep them with that high press, uh, who cost us a lot of energy, but we could that uh, we we made it happen until the very last minute. Then, then I think, I think we we deserve the three points tonight. We'll go to Emily Olson. Emily, go ahead. Hi, Arnon. Thanks again for taking the time. Uh, your two goals it comes from a defender and a more defensive-minded midfielder in Canals. Um, First of all, can we expect goals, or do you expect every player to take opportunity to to score like that? Um, and then reverse, what did you see out of your forwards uh, performance tonight? Yeah, as long as we score, I I really don't care from from who are the goals coming. But uh, I think it's also um, one of the things that this team, this United, will try to to do this this season, and is. Brendan is on that position because our defense is high and because we want to press the moment we lose the ball. Otherwise, Brendan shouldn't be there. And with the set piece as well, it's also an, something that we train during the week and our staff invest a lot of time. Uh, the forwards, they work very hard. Uh, all three, Eric, uh, Eddie and Jamil, they, they cover a lot of ground and they were uh, exhausted at the end. That's why we needed some fresh legs with uh, Adrian, Perez and, and with Roberta. Nigel was sick uh, yesterday and before yesterday. Uh, Monday was his first training session with the group. Uh, so like I told you uh, in the previous um, uh, interviews that the team was still not ready to for 90 minutes, but actually I was surprised the way we, we keep pushing until the end and the substitutions did it great, giving us a push and an extra energy at the end of the game. We'll go to Seth for telling me. Seth, go ahead. Hey, Coach, congrats on the win tonight. Um, you kind of touched on this a little bit in your last answer. Um, but, yeah, last week you expressed some doubt as to whether your players were going to be ready physically for tonight's game. So now that you saw them in a regular season game for the first time, just – Wondering how you thought they performed uh, on a fitness level tonight. Great, but still there are some signs like uh, Tony Alfaro uh, with cramps. Uh, Shamil after 70 minutes, 75 minutes was was um, dead. <laughs> uh, we all make make it make, made a huge effort. The forwards, the way they run when we don't have the ball, they are our first defenders and. And it's kind of normal that after such a long break, uh, uh, we, we can't keep that, that tempo and that intensity for, for, for 95 minutes. But that's why you need good substitutions, people who is ready to, to come in and help the team. So I still believe that we can be a lot better than, than what we are tonight. Uh, and that's why I'm so happy with the points um, against a very good opponent, an opponent that should always play, play off. Uh, a, a team who who invested a lot more than than us, and, and and it's beautiful to start the season this way. But coming back to the fitness, we we still can get better, and it's a, a march and space to to improve a lot. Imagine when when 
when the 10 players that we have with injuries are coming back. We have time for two more questions. We'll go to Mario Amaya. Mario, go ahead. Hola, Hernán. Felicitaciones en los por conseguir los tres puntos. Solo quería preguntar, ¿qué fueron cosas que te gustaron del rendimiento del equipo hoy y qué son algunas cosas en que pueden mejorar? Qué pregunta difícil. Creo que te la voy a poder responder mucho mejor luego de ver el partido dos o tres veces. Pero así, lo primero que se me viene a la cabeza, muy contento con con la energía del equipo, con la manera en la que presionamos, eh, cómo no les dimos espacio y, e intentamos eh, jugar lo más, lo más, el más la mayor cantidad de tiempo posible en el campo rival. Con la pelota hubo muy buenos momentos, se generaron muchas situaciones de gol, no, no sé las estadísticas, pero creo que tuvimos varios remates al arco, eh, un montón de pelotas paradas, de córner, de tiro libres. Eh, este equipo viene de muy lejos, no nos olvidemos de dónde viene este equipo y ver y generar este cambio en seis, siete semanas es algo formidable que ni yo mismo esperaba, pero es todo mérito de los chicos y del grupo que, que está eh, abierto al cambio, que está muy entusiasmado con esta nueva energía y son ellos los que, los que se merecen este triunfo y los que merecen también llevarse todos los créditos. Last question, we'll go to Sarah Classy. Sarah, go ahead. Good evening, coach. Thank you for taking the time and congratulations on a really well-fought win. It was exciting to watch. I know you've said in the past that it's going to be a process to build the team up. And what do you feel that the team needs to work on or build on moving forward to continue being successful this season? Uh, I, I don't know. A lot of things. Uh, we need more automatics on the defense. Uh, we need... Um, uh, sometimes more more calm to be more calm on the ball to give more options to the guy on the ball uh, to react quicker when we when we lose the ball uh, to keep the team compact and recognize moments to put pressure and when to fall back in a block to then use those pressing triggers that we have been practicing to recover the ball uh, every time a cross is coming maybe be with even more on the box uh, to have to to create even more danger I don't know, so many things, so many things. Uh, soccer is beautiful and there's always something to improve. But I'm, 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 I'm very proud and extremely happy with, with this first victory on, at home, at home with our fans. Uh, I really appreciate the support of the fans. And if there is someone who really deserves this victory are, are the fans. Coach, thank you for your time and congrats again. Thank you. Have a good night. All right, folks, we'll have Russell Knauss coming up next. Go ahead, raise your hand now, or keep it raised if you didn't get a chance to ask a question to Hernan, and we'll get through as many as we can. Thank you. Oh, man, I look great. <laughs> Russ, it's Zach. How you doing, man? Great. You? Good, man. Congrats on the win. Congrats on the goal. Thanks. All Appreciate right, it. We'll go ahead and get started. We'll go to Steve Goff first. Steve, go ahead. Hey, Russ. What? Um, so we've we've been hearing about uh, what Hernan's going to bring. We've been uh, yeah. you know, seeing what you guys are going to uh, want to do on the field. What was it like now that this is uh, this is underway? Um, 
Sorry, I'm still catching my breath. <laughs> ran a lot. It was personally, it was fun. It was fun to be out there. Um, it was a joy to be back in front of the home fans and go after a game like that. Um, play with that kind of energy. Um, obviously, get a win in our first game. The three points was massive, so uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a huge team effort. Everybody put a full 90 minutes in and, and worked hard until the end of the game. Um, and just a great team effort, great three points from everyone. Go to Jason Anderson. Jason. Uh, hi, Russell. Congrats on the goal and the win. I'm curious about how much you, um, Hernan said that you guys worked on that set piece uh, during the week. Um, how did it feel when they kind of – or did they actually say, Russ, you're the guy for that spot on this set piece or uh, just the general process of you ending up being on the end of it? Yeah, we had we had worked on it a couple of times in training. Um, we had a lot of a lot of set plays that we could have ran going into the game. Um, Jules kind of ran by me on that play and said, "Hey, hey, is it open?" And I didn't really get my answer across to him very much. He, he ran by me, but um, he put the signal up, and and luckily I was able to have a great ball from him and then make good contact on it and uh, just put it in the side netting. So super blessed to get on the score sheet um, and and help the team to the three points. We'll go to Kellen Song. Kellen. Hey, Russ. Uh, as, you know, Renan mentioned before, he said that he felt the team wasn't quite ready to play 90 minutes uh, with the level of fitness that, that he's, he wants from the players. But he mentioned just with us earlier that he was surprised by, you know, how people um, term, performed tonight. How, how did you think the team performed in terms of, you know, with the – new speed and new style of play. Yeah. How close are you – how close do you think the team is to where Coach wants it to be? Um, I don't think we're close yet. I think we can refine it. I think we have a lot more to grow in this system. But I do think – with that said, I do think the team did well. I think the – you know, the way we came out in the first half and we're attacking and, and winning the ball, pressing and playing forward, it was exciting to be a part of that. Um, you know, obviously the game – shifts a little bit we're up to one going into the second half it's a little bit tougher maybe the fitness levels drop a little bit so we can't press um so within that we can grow we, if we can still get out of our block and and press within within the second half with leads and, and really close the game out that's that's the next step of this uh, but i was super impressed from every single guy on the team and i thought everyone worked their uh, butt off tonight we'll take two more questions we'll go to emily olson next emily hey russell congrats on the goal hey, emily Thank you. Uh, so something different, this that hasn't happened in a year. There were, I think, 4,500 people in the building. You got to score. Uh, I'm just curious, in two occasions, one, after scoring the goal, and two, it's kind of a physical game. So on some of the calls, could you feel the fans? Could you – was tonight yeah. different than the last year? Oh, absolutely. I mean – I think this club, when we can get in front of our home fans, it, it just increases our level as a team and as a club altogether. Um, to obviously get the goal, I think us going down 1-0 was a little deflating, and maybe if you don't have fans there, it's, it's a little tougher to come back. Um, I, I would like to say we would have still gone, gone about it in the same way, but um, I definitely credit our fans for giving us support and really pushing, pushing us, even though we, we give up a, a goal where, you know, we can prevent it. We can close the ball on that side. They still stood behind us and support us the whole game. We were able to keep fighting and, and turn it around. So definitely, definitely a different atmosphere. And I'm super thankful that they're back, back in the stadium with us. 
Last question, we'll go to Winston at 7 News. Winston, go ahead. Hey, Russ, congratulations, man. Uh, great, great team win. Um, something that I haven't seen in quite some time, it was very feisty down, uh, out there on the pitch, a very uh, fiery game. Is that something new that, you know, that, that Hernan has kind of focused on, you know, basically battling almost every single second of every game? I do think that comes with the system. We can't be we can't be a passive team if we want to go out, press, win the ball, and then play vertical. Um, for us to play this style of play, we have to be aggressive in those duels, and and then obviously that leads to some chippiness. But I also think that's a key to our success. We have to we have to fight hard, and you know obviously some calls don't go our way. You have to take a foul, um, but there are times where we win the ball because we are going into tackles with uh, you know with no passiveness. And then we can we can move forward from there. So I think it's a little bit of both. We you know something we want to implement more that he's obviously uh, brought into the team, but then also the system brings that out. Russ, thanks for your time, man. Congrats again, yeah, buddy. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right, folks. Brendan Heinzite coming up next. Go ahead, raise your hands now. Thank you. Hey, Brendan and Zach, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? Good. Congrats on the goal. Congrats on the win. Thanks, buddy. All right, we'll go ahead and get started. We'll go to Steve okay. Goff first. Steve, go ahead, man. Hey, Steve. Hey, hey Brandon. Uh, thanks for your time and congrats on the goal. Thanks, man. Um, what, uh, you're obviously a defender. You're not known for, you know, scoring a lot of goals, but um, mm -hmm. this one was uh, certainly uh, special. Take us through uh, what you saw as uh, Junior got you the ball and what you wanted to do um, with that opportunity. I mean, I think in that moment, you have only kind of two options. Either I can play it wide uh, and keep the, the possession moving, or I can try it for myself. And I felt like it was in the right moment, in the right angle, that the ball set up perfect for, perfect for me on my right foot. Um, and yeah, I thought just keep my head down, have the correct technique, you know, the basics of, of football. And and yeah, it uh, it went where I was hoping it would go. So it was a, a good moment. And uh, I just want to take also the time to dedicate the, the goal to my to my wife and to my baby uh, on the way. And um, yeah, it was a nice moment for sure. Yeah, that, we'll go to Jason Anderson next. Jason. Uh, hi, Brendan. Congrats uh, getting Thanks. a goal on your debut. Thanks. Um, how do you think playing out of the back three, this is the first, I mean, you've had these games in the preseason, but this is the first uh, game where there are st the stakes are so raised. Uh, how do you think the group did as a unit in terms of team shape and playing the way Ernan wants you to? I said it in my post-match interview that the first 10, 15 minutes did not go the way we wanted it to go. I think it was clear we were a little bit late on the press. Uh, we weren't so willing to play out of the back directly. And that, I think, is a lot of just nerves figuring out the game, first, first game of the season. Um, but surely we cannot have that happen again. So I was a little bit disappointed, and I'm sure so was the coach and most of the players in the first 10, 15 minutes. But I think after that, we found our feet a little bit more. I think the goal, I'm not going to speak too much about it. Um, I don't think it rattled us too much. I think if anything, it was like, okay, it's more of a wake-up call. Um, and, and from there, I think the, the feeling was after, especially we scored the second goal, that we didn't want the first half to end. Um, that came kind of as a... Not a backbreaker for us, but a momentum killer because I felt like the third one was was right there for for the taking, and then the halftime came. So then it's a little bit difficult because in the second half, you know, you, you have to reset yourself, and they come out with a new a game plan. We come out with a new game plan, new kind of energy. Players get more tired in in the second half. So um, 
you know, overall it was it was definitely it was good. There was a lot of good moments, but there was also a lot of things that still need to be tweaked. And I think the, the main one was that we need to start better. Uh, that was clear for, for me and I think for a lot of the players uh, directly. New York, credit to them, they showed up from from the first minute and they were they were there to play. So that that we can't have hap- we can't have that happen uh, next week uh, in, in New England. We'll go to Jimena next. Jimena, go ahead. Uh, congratulations, uh, Brandon. Uh, okay, my question is, what did you do to remember a great goal like like the one tonight after coming from Virginia? Um, well, I definitely wanted uh, to get a, a game ball signed by everybody uh, because, you know, it's been, yeah, it's been wonderful for, for me since I arrived in D.C. Everybody has been so welcoming to me. Um, it's something I'm not really used to. Um, you know, I've been in a lot of groups and this is definitely the most cohesive and, and friendly group I've ever been a part of. So I, I wanted everybody to, to share the moment together. I didn't think it was just about me or anything. I just wanted everybody to, to be together on it. And I think, um, it was a, yeah, a nice way to start a season and, and definitely was a, was a great, uh, great moment for me and for my family. We'll take one more question. We'll go to Mario Amaya. Mario. Okay. Hey, Brendan, congratulations on scoring your first goal. Thanks, man. Uh, tell, tell me, how did you feel to actually score in front of, in, actually scoring a goal in front of a, of a crowd on, compared to like a year ago and scoring your first MLS goal in, in front of about 4,500 fans? Yeah. No, I, you know, football is nothing without, without the fans. It's so, so obvious to, to the players. It's so obvious to everybody in, involved. So it was... First of all, so nice just to run out in the warm-ups and, and see faces in the stands again, to hear people cheering um, for the team. And it was a big helper for us when, when we went down 1-0 to still hear you know, that everybody was behind us and they didn't feel like we were out of the game by any means. And, um, so, and yeah, to score in front of everybody is, is wonderful. And uh, you know, I, I wish I could give <laughs> hugs to, to everybody because it was, it was just a great moment for, for the club and for... For everyone we're on a new era now and um, it was a good way to to start everything off so it was it was a really nice feeling brennan thanks again man appreciate it thanks guys take care